Hey, 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 English 11. Holler. What's going on, guys? It is, let's check the time. Wednesday, 8.57 p.m. How is everybody? Okay, so today on the pod, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my day. I want to talk about what you guys had to read for homework, your Frederick Douglass excerpt, and um, maybe a little more about how that can thematically connect with some things I want you to be thinking about. Then we're going to talk about how to get through this really stressful time, and then we're going to do shout-outs. Tatum, you want to come say hi? Hello. These are my students. Guys, we have a guest on the podcast tonight. Say hi. Hi. Tell them your name. Tatum. Tell them what you were just watching in the basement. Frozen 2. Who's your favorite character? Elsa. What's your favorite part? Um, The one where uh, she... The one where Elsa um, uh, goes and, um, which one was the funny part? So many funny parts. Samantha. Yeah, I like it when um, Olaf uh, calls Kristoff Samantha. He, he, he says, um, Samantha instead of Kristoff. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, really funny. And I really like it when I jump around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, say goodnight, everybody. Good night. Okay, go. Go with Dad. Good night. Is that what they will be listening? I hope they are listening. Okay, good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, guys, Tatum's going to bed. She just got done watching Frozen 2 for probably the seventh time in the last three days. But that's fine. I love Frozen 2. You know, I didn't like it at first. And no, I liked it at first. But I, I thought there's no way this is going to be as good as Frozen 1. But it really was. And you know what? The more I watch it, and I swear we're on like our seventh one, the more I really like it. I love the Kristoff song. I really like the Olaf song now. Hey, listen, if you guys haven't seen Frozen 1 and Frozen 2, like I don't even care what, like if you're a boy, if you're a girl, how old you are, you should just watch them. Like you got the time, you know? Um, You should watch both of them and maybe let me know what you think of them. So um, what did I do today? Well, you know how we started the day with pancakes and then um, did a little bit of homeschooling, which was interesting. Uh, I had to sit with Tatum to do a bunch of stuff with her. And that was a a huge challenge because I don't always know how to communicate directions to a four-year-old in a way that she understands what I'm asking her to do. We had to to practice our letters. We made some sort of craft with pipe cleaners and beads. Um, So that was a a little bit successful. And then... I have to do this later. I have to do this later. That was my husband being funny. Okay. Um, and then what else? Um, oh, yeah. Lots of outside time. We have a trampoline, which has been great to have. Um, and then that's about it. We got outside, got some walks in down in the basement for Frozen 2. I'm hoping that um, my son will play ping pong with me when I'm done podcasting tonight. So, um, yeah. Okay, I think everyone is finally leaving me alone so I can podcast. So let's talk. Okay, um, you guys hopefully read uh, the excerpt from Frederick Douglass about um, just a, a small part of what he has written. He has written so many amazing things. Frederick Douglass is an amazing American for a lot of reasons, but I really encourage you to, you know, just Google him or read a little bit more about him because the, 
the common lit thing was, was good, but there's a lot more to know about him and he's a phenomenal person. So just like he explained, he was born into slavery and he did not know how to read. He had to teach himself how to read. And once he learned, it transformed everything about his life. It didn't just give him an opportunity. It gave him all sorts of things. He became, um, he became very active in the abolitionist movement, and he gained notoriety for his speeches and the books that he wrote, and he impacted thousands of people. Um, and this is a man who was born, um, and, and no one taught him anything. How crazy. Uh, his life is about so many things, um, but, but it's also about sort of the capacity of the human spirit and the human mind, even in the most trying of times. So if you have the time, um, read a little bit more about him. And uh, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's an amazing American. I would imagine if you take, if you're taking African-American lit next year, you will read the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass, um, which a lot of people still read today. So, um, but one thing I want you guys to think about deeply as you're gone is like, okay, so you just went from being immersed in school, which many of you complain about, and I'm not, you know, no judgment, just a fact, to having absolutely no school, like no physical school. And I don't know, I think it's a good question to ask, like, why do we go to school? You know, the deeper you get into this, whatever we're calling it, break from school, I think the more you'll realize, I'm not just trying to say like how much you needed us, um, but also like what is the purpose? What what was the purpose? And I think on the surface we all know like, oh, we got to grow and get smarter or whatever. But I think there's so much, there's so much more about school that I know for me that I, I don't want to say I took for granted, but I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize how much school gave to me until somebody told me I couldn't go. Um, and I'm just wondering if you're also having that experience. I also have to say, like, we can learn when we're not all together, right? Like Frederick Douglass became an amazing author and orator when he wasn't in a traditional school setting. So that's the other question is, like, if we can't be in a building all day, like, what what other opportunities exist for us? if we want to educate ourselves, there's, there, there's no rule that says you have to be in a school from eight 20 in the morning to three 30 at night to learn. Um, so what does that look like? Like what does education look like in a non-traditional setting? And I would, I would highly encourage you to like think about that or tinker with that. Or, you know, now that you don't have restrictions on yourself, prove to me, prove to yourself, prove to the world that the freedom can not just bring the, slump of no brain activity, right? But maybe can the freedom bring, in, and I know I talked about this last night, inventiveness or curiosity? What can the freedom bring? Um, so keep that in mind. Okay. Um, I hope you read the excerpt today. If you didn't, it's still posted on Classroom. And um, I have the thing do the guided reading with you, and I hope that helps. Okay. Um. Oh, the other thing I want to talk about too, in relation to Frederick Douglass is I know we're all experiencing this really weird thing called, you know, whatever we're calling it, the pandemic coronavirus. 
Um, but for me, I know that I love reading about people like Frederick Douglass because I just love hearing about other people who have gone through things and and survived and figured out a way to figured out a way to find their path again. And even though that path may not be what they had imagined for themselves, um, I'm assuming you have people in your life who have, who are older than you, you know, you guys weren't here for nine 11, but you know, nine 11 really shook our country in a very distinct way. And before that, you know, we had all sorts of stuff, um, major world wars, uh, Vietnam, um, you know, even things like the assassination of major political leaders like Martin Luther King and JFK. And I don't know. I just think it's really good for all of us to hear the stories of other people and, and to know that we can endure something and it can be painful and it can change our trajectory and it can be really unsettling and we can, and all of those things will be true and we can still endure it and get through it and become a version of ourselves that we didn't know was there. And that's okay. Um, I'm sure these last five days, I mean, it's been such a short amount of time, have been full of disappointments for everyone. And I'm sure you're sad about a lot of things. And that is okay to be sad about it. Um, We all have lost a lot so far, and we don't really even know what's next in this unpredictable world. But I, and this is the time when I like to remember the other people in my life who have endured extremely difficult challenges and they were able to survive them. So for example, my grandmother on my dad's side, my grandmother, my dad's mom, she passed away um, last April. And when she was an eight-year-old girl, she lived in this little town in Poland. And she had like this amazing childhood and she loved her family. And then, um, world war II happened and she was not deported to a concentration camp. She was deported to Siberia. She was separated from her father. He was taken as a political prisoner for an extended period of time. And she had to, you know, ride on a cattle car for 10 days. And, um, she lived in Siberia for like, I don't know, two or three years with her mom and her sister. And they had no clue where their dad was or if he was alive or dead. Um, and I don't know. I just think about her a lot lately because not that I can compare my story to hers or anyone can compare their story to what people went through, um, in world war two. But I just think about her and I think about her being a little girl and watching her whole world fall apart. And, you know, not everything has to be like some sort of inspirational quote, but I think that there is something to be said of learning from other people who have gone through these, a a global crisis. Um, my grandmother was eventually reunited with her father, if you can even believe that. And then she had a crazy journey getting to the United States and so many things, um, But anyway, I know that all of you guys have people in your life who have gone through things. And I don't know, I would encourage you to listen to their stories. On the same note of living in unpredictable times, I heard something today that I thought that I know I want to share with you guys. And so um, I'm going to share with you because it was really helpful for me. So you guys probably know how much I love podcasts. 
And today I was listening to um, CNN coronavirus fact versus fiction, which is maybe not the best thing for me to listen to because I've already listened to the news way too much. But anyway, um, today the host interviewed this guy named Deepak Chopra, who's this sort of like meditation guru. And um, I don't know, I've read and heard and seen Deepak Chopra interviewed a million times. And I've always kind of not totally bought into what he was saying. Um, but today I really liked what he said. You know, we don't, nobody knows what is going to happen next. And that is so hard for all of us to live with so hard. And it doesn't matter how old you are or, or, you know, even though you guys, I mean, don't, you're not adults and you don't have jobs to worry about right now. Well, some of you do, I'm sure, but like, it doesn't matter. It affects all of us. And we all can get lost in thinking about what the next month or two months or three months or four months is going to look like. Um, and I think about it all the time and those thoughts make me crazy. Um, but anyway, Deepak Chopra talked about his intentions that he sets every morning and I wrote them down because I thought they were really valuable and I want to share them with you guys. So he kind of talked about like, or intentions mean, okay, just think about it one day, like one day. That's all we have when we wake up in the morning is just this one day. We have no idea what the next week or months will look like. So, you know, how much time and thought can we, should we really spend on something that doesn't even exist? Or I mean, it exists, but you know, not like the present moment. So he said his four intentions when he wakes up are, he says, I will maintain a joyful and energetic body today. I will love, I will, sorry, that's wrong. I will live with a loving and compassionate heart today. I will have a reflective and centered mind today. And then his last one, which I think is so important, he says, I will have a lightness of being and laughter today. So I like those. And then I wanted to share them with you because if you were in my classroom, I would probably be talking to you guys a lot about how to digest and understand these crazy times. Um, but it's just something to think about, right? I have no control over a lot of things that happen outside my door. I mean, I do have control over my social distance and how often I wash my hands and so do you. And we should never forget that. But I don't have a lot of control over what other people do or how a lot of things are going to play out. All I have control over is who I am in my home with my family and who I am to myself, right? So the stress and the anxiety, once it starts to overpower me or distract me or, um, you know, have negative consequences on my health, then it's, it's too much. It's too much. Um, but if I can focus on those four things, I think that that is really helpful. Okay, guys, it's the time of the show that you all love the most, which is shout outs. So let's get started. Oh my gosh, there are so many awesome shout outs today. First of all, Ethan and Jacob, sixth hour represent. They both, um, I don't know, comments, DMs, both. I'm not really sure, but I loved hearing from you too. So thank you so much, Ethan and Jacob. Um, Angel, guys, Angel. She's following me on the gram and I got an amazing email from her. Thank you so much, Angel. That was everything to me. Tori, you're following me now. Adam, you're following me now. Wait, Adam gave me a great slogan. A great way. I got to check. What was it? This is what Adam said I should do. He said my slogan should be, it's always cool to read outside of school. 
Boom. What do you guys think about that? What do you say? What do you say? Hey. No, I'm working on my hey, guys. I can't get it right. Hey. No, it's not there. Sixth hour. I need you. I need you for some, for some help. Um, okay. What else? Oh, Tyler from fourth hour had a great comment on my podcast. Oh, I got to find it. Where is it? Oh, he wrote, um, first of all, obviously Tyler thought my podcast was great, but he used the, the letters NGL. And for the longest time, Tyler, I thought you had like typed something accidentally on your keyboard, but then I realized that it stood for not going to lie. So NGL, everybody, that was great to hear Tyler's comment. Thank you, Tyler. Um, Lilia, you're following me. Logan is following me. Maddie is following me. Um, Chloe sent me an email. Richard, your comment was hilarious and always welcome. Thank you for following me and thank you for commenting. So yeah, guys, thank you so much. It's amazing to hear from you, uh, every single one of you. And like I said, it is, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for me um, to hear from you and stay connected with you. So please keep doing that. Also, also everybody on my um, podcast analytics, you guys, you guys are listening way more than AP lit to the podcast. And I shouldn't say way more, just more. So, um, yeah, please. They think they're so cool. Anyway. Um, so keep downloading, keep listening, provide some feedback. Is the episode too long? Do you want to hear more about certain things or less about certain things? Do you want me to discuss certain topics? You tell me any advice. Okay. Um, so, I love you guys. Um, comment, email me, stay connected, stay healthy, read books outside of school. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow night. Bye.